everybody, this is Jeff Britton with my good buddy Ken Macklemore from Liberty Live Church, and we're happy to join you today for the 2414 Podcast. Pastor Ken, what's up, man? Oh, I'm doing great, buddy. Great. Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you are too, man. Today we're going to get to the trip. The trip. We're, we're talking there, about man. the trip. We were, uh, <laughs> if you've listened to us this far, this is where, where what what what. Although you said early on, it's not about the trip. It is not about the trip. It's it's really more about the process of getting to the trip. Exactly. But the trip is part of the process, right? It is. It, <laughs> it is part of the process. And so, you know, we, we kicked around a little bit and a couple times before, but Ken, when you think about the trip, what's one of the big purposes of this trip? You know, really, there's there's two, like as you and I talked about earlier, but, but there's two. One is we want on our trips to expose them to unreached people groups. We want them to see the lost of the lost. And so really 2414 is not about, um, it's about learning. It's about growing. That's part of the purpose. It's about learning strategies, all the things that we've talked about before, but, but it's also about seeing the people who are least reached on our planet, because a lot of people may be looking at this and you could do a 2414 type thing to a reached country I hate to mention a country. A lot of people go to Central South American countries. Uh, there are some unreached people groups in those places, but we want our students to. And that was the whole reason to start in twenty four fourteen. I wanted them to see that God's missional plan for us is to go to those places that don't have access to the gospel, and let's don't keep going to places that have had the gospel. They're just poor and they're just foreign. Right. So that's one purpose. But the second purpose is we want them to go in such a way that they are, uh, how do I say this? They're being mature believers, and they're not relying upon the missionary to do everything for them. Yeah. In other words, this isn't a this isn't a missions vacation at all. And so, so many people go on these mission trips, and they have the missionary do everything for them. They have them, uh, you know, they're they're there to provide the food for them. They have to provide the shelter. They have to provide the activities. Plan the week out. They have whatever, to plan right? the week out, and so. We don't want that, but we also want our students to grapple with what is it like to take a trip when I'm in charge. And so we teach our students, you're in charge. Now, they don't, you know, parents, they don't get to make these decisions of, of things that are, you know, going to harm anybody. But you know what? We make them plan it out. We make them plan the activities. We make them plan the food, the cleanup. We make them do a lot of stuff because as you look at most student things that we do in America, it seems like to me, and this may not be everybody, of course, but it's like the student just has to show up. So they just show up and go, okay, here's your here's your money for lunch, here's your money for breakfast, now bring me the receipt. Okay, now you're going to go stand over here, you're going to sing this song, or go walk over there, you're going to hammer that nail, and, and everything's planned for them, and we don't want that. No, there's no independent thought, right, or initiative. There's no or independent like thought, uh, and you know what? They're not going to own it. No. They if, if they had to put something together, they're going to own it. But if you, the adult, put it together for them, they're, they're not going to own it. It's just like what we talked about in dependency, you know, in our strategies yeah. with overseas. If we do everything for them, they're not, you know, I've had people in Africa, We somebody planted olive trees and they let them die. And the Americans came back and said, why would you let the trees die? And they said, not my trees, they're yours. Why don't you come back and water them? <laughs> You know, right. and so you know the Americans say, "I put these up for you, so you could have a crop." And they're right. like, "Oh, these are your trees. You put them up. I didn't do it." Right. So yeah. you know, yeah. it's crazy. Well you, well, you talk about a lot of responsibilities there um, on yeah. the trip, and and I know during that week, in advance of that, you, 
you've already kind of what I would call divide the kids up or give Absolutely. the kids assignments. And so yes. we've got in my in my view, there's two types of assignments. You've got everybody needs to do something on the trip, but then during especially the kids' camp, there are assignments too. Yeah. So talk through a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. Taking that first part of everybody needs to do something. What we do is we have the ki- the students. They go with us to a grocery store, and you know the country we go to. It's it. We don't necessarily go to an open open market. It's a similarly Western store, but we have those students ahead of time make up a menu based upon what we tell them, and it's primarily for the nighttime schedule. I mean, we what we do for breakfast and lunch is really more of a just hey, let's pull out sandwiches. Self serve. Yeah, it's kind of a self serve. Pull out. That's a great way to put it. Cereal. They have to still. But we take them. Uh, we have them plan meals out for each night, and so for example, one night maybe spaghetti, one night maybe this, and we will assign a team of people. There may be two people that you're the cooking team. Okay, you don't have to do all the cooking. That's not it. You have to work with your other teammates. You have to develop the schedule, and then you have to schedule them to do the cooking. In so, advance, by the way, in before advance, we even leave. Before we even leave. So for example, we've got student number one and two. They are the leaders of the cooking team. And then they will, let's say there's eight people on the trips, they'll schedule out students three, four, five, six, and seven, and eight. And they'll say, okay, you two this night are cooking, the next night you two are cooking, the next night you two are cooking, on down the line. Now, the the team that is in charge of cooking, they may they may do the, uh, what do you call it, menu. Right. They may say, we're going to do this menu, and this is what we're going to buy at the store. But... Um, you know, I, I think it's up to somebody to be in charge of that and all that. We also have a cleaning team. So, um, and, and what we try to tell our students is on this trip, you're not, you don't have just one job. You're going to both cook, you're going to clean, you're going to also do part of the devotion, and you're also going to do kids camp. And so they are, they're, they're multifaceted, but we have leaders in each of those categories. So we have a leader that schedules all the cleanup. And now that cleanup, they may schedule two people for after breakfast, two people for after lunch, and two people for after supper. And their job is to wash dishes and clean it up and make sure it's ready for the next one. Right. And so, uh, and, and we, we also teach the students, you know, as far as cleanup goes, mama ain't coming behind you. And you leave that cup out and you leave that bread out on the table, there might be ants there in an hour. And you need to pick that up and you need to consider your fellow man that's there. The missionary's not going to do it. Us adults on the trip are not going to do it. Now, you know, I've had to get after some students because it was obvious that mama did a lot for them. And so I've had to say, shut the door behind you, you know, clean up. (laughs) And we do that. But we want those students to see that they're the ones doing that. So we've got cleanup, we've got cooking. Uh, let's see, in that we also got a Devo person, mm-hmm. a devotional person that divides up the Devos, and every morning we have a devotion, and sometimes on trips, depending on the trip, we might do one at night too. Nighttime's usually a debrief time, not as much a devotion. But so. the students lead these devotions. Let's they get, do. Right. They so. lead these devotions, and they can't just be, I read a scripture, and what do you think about it? You know, right. yeah. yeah, these aren't devotions Ken has prepared. Hey, here's your, it's like, not at all. what's on your mind? It's up to them. Right. It's up to them to pray, seek the Lord, come up with something. Some of them do great jobs, some of them do terrible jobs. So. Well, terrible jobs on the first time because it's probably one of the first times they've ever had to do it. Too. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, some of them, some of them. Yeah. But uh, another another thing that we have the students do is uh, we got social media. We have social media. Yeah. yeah, we want them to really get the word out, and so we have a team of people. Usually, it's at least two. 
at one time, one trip, we had four people that were helping out with that social media. They usually take a computer over. Uh, they set up a website ahead of time. Like this trip, we're doing it right now. We've mm-hmm. already got the website uh, address, got it set up. We've got the young ladies that are working on it. As a matter of fact, we owe them some of our, our bios, uh, bios <laughs> right now. We're telling them how, 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 how important it is to be on top of things, and Kenny Mack and I haven't done our it's, yet, Well, so. really, it's kind of a, a devious plot by the leaders to show revenge on, right. you know, try, they're I'll trying to. You. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as we try to pull stuff out of the students, now they're trying to pull it out of us. Yeah. But anyway, they're, they're setting it up with bios. And then each night after that day's trip, during the trip, they will post pictures. They might post a little statement. Uh, we're, we're looking at this time of doing a podcast, uh, you know, while we go on this trip and, and have it have it air. Like after that night, we sure. just put it up and say, hey, what happened today? Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So we also have them doing uh, – They'll be doing, uh, what is it, Instagram, mm-hmm. Facebook, and then the, the website are the main ones we'll do yeah. and stuff like that. But a little, little little disclaimer here. For those that are going on this trip or planning a trip like this, you've got to be careful with what you put on social media. Absolutely. We'll talk about that for yeah. just a second. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> Obviously, we don't want to put anything that's against Christ. Uh, right. We also don't want to put any pictures of people that may be Muslim that came to Christ that day. So, you know, you, you would not be surprised at the worldwide reach of this stuff mm-hmm. and how as we traveled over there for several years, people have become friends and all that. Well, we've got believers that we work with, the translators that are incredible. They're great people. Mm-hmm. But there's also people that they may know in the neighborhood that are not believers yet, and we're trying to reach them. We don't want to put sure. their picture up without... You or know, the town we're in. Or, or the, the town we're in. Maybe in the country we're in. Yeah, so. yeah. There's a lot of stuff to... You're right, Jeff. There's a lot of stuff to guard on that. And where we're at right now, we're in a country that is probably fairly free where we go. It's a Muslim country, mm-hmm. but it's an amazing place. I mean, you can talk about Jesus openly and all that. Not everybody can go to those places. And so we teach them security where they would, like you said, they're not, they might say, well, we're in Africa or we're in the Middle East, but they're not going to specify the country. They're not going to put the name of the missionary out there. They're not going to put a picture of the missionary there because they may actually be on a business visa. And, and I mean, they're doing the legit business, but they're also there to share the gospel. Right. And so that's what we want to teach the kids, even though the country we're in may not be that desperate yeah. you know yeah. so we, and, and sometimes on past trips as i know i've had one of my kids be this you've even have kind of like a business person uh, somebody to help you with the the business yeah. side of the trip right yeah yeah because as you well know i'm not very good administrative <laughs> And so, so they help me with uh, counting money, exchanging money. They help counting, keeping tabs on what we spent for lunch that day, what we spent for breakfast, holding on to, if you can get them, receipts. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's funny because we get these receipts. I kind of wonder about, you know, your finance department might ask you questions. Like, what language is this in? And you just look at it and go, I have no idea, but I got a receipt. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, so we, you know, there's a lot of each, each student has a leadership opportunity before. And I want to back up a little bit to something you said about going to the cleanup team, right? Yeah. There's cups and stuff laid out. One thing that we don't do there, at least in my experience, I haven't seen you do is if, if I'm in charge of cleanup, but John Doe left the cup out, you don't go to John Doe. You go to the person in charge to go to John Doe to get this stuff. Cleaned. Absolutely. It's, almost, it's not a military. I don't want to say we're in a military. No, we're but, not. But we're using the leadership and teaching those kids to have those conversations with those kids. You need to pick your cup up. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. It's not going behind and picking it up for them. It's not getting on the kid. It's getting on the leader. Yeah. Cause, cause that. they're the leaders. Right. They're there to try to keep the place clean and keep it, keep it ant free, yeah, you know, exactly. and, and keep it bug free. And so, exactly. uh, yeah, we're teaching them to lead and, and it, you know, it teaches them in my view, it teaches them how to work together. As we mentioned, 
mentioned before, the number one reason why missionaries come home from the field is other missionaries. It's just hard to get along. But on this, even though this is only a eight, nine, ten, whatever day trip you take, they need to get along, and they they're a team. They're they're going to be, and we've seen it. We we've seen it work out for good. As a matter of fact. We are five years out from my first and second teams that we sent out. And I was just at a coffee shop yesterday, and one of our ladies has already graduated from college. She's getting her master's. She's doing an intern up in D- internship up in D.C. Mm-hmm. And, and people from those teams that had gotten – that didn't even know each other before 2414, they're still getting together saying goodbye to this student. I mean, they're still buds. They're friends. That's great. Because they got close. And, and yeah. they said, you know what? We would have never been friends. And they, even though they're in the same youth group when they were in high school, we would have never been friends except for 2414 because they learned how to live in community and be together. Yeah, so. And I, I was thinking about some of the, those leadership conversations that the students had. There, we've had some kids also, and this, we won't get into it, but, but might have not known how to say things the right way, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've had some and, take the bazooka out and yeah, just fire away. To, we've had to do some uh, coaching and development, <laughs> yeah. leadership development. Yeah, those trips. And, and so. I may be the one that you need to develop in yeah. that regard too because I can say things pretty tersely sometimes. But, yeah, yeah we've had some – We've had one student where I said something, and it was actually kind of funny. And I mean, right after that, another student asked a question based on what I just had told him. And this one student said, looked at her and just said, "She, he just said that. What are you doing? Were you not listening? Are you not right. listening? So, right. so, you know, we have those things. And you know what? That's okay. Right. We love them all, and they're great students, and it's just a learning process. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we've covered most of what we do as far as that goes. Now, we do have, you mentioned, we do have we do a kids' camp. Correct. It's, it's not, a whole it, other set of teams. It's a whole other set of team there. So we do our kids' camp, and uh, then we, um, we also do kids' camp. It's kind of like a VBS. And so what we do in that camp is we do a story time with kids, we do a craft, and then we do a recreation time. And so we divide the kids up into three segments and they're on three different teams mm-hmm. and it's like a VBS so you, if you start out in story uh, you may after 20-30 minutes you might rotate to recreation recreation might go to craft craft go to story mm-hmm. that type of thing and so those students are responsible for coming up with the theme and then they come up with everything you're going to do so for example story time and craft work heavily together and they say what's the theme for the week well we're going to talk about Noah or the right. Old Testament or something so they do they do they might do a little story time where uh, we had one year where they did Noah's Ark. Mm-hmm. Now, we would highly suggest you don't use real water on a tile floor <laughs> right. because you find out things like when kids start running, they slide and heads get banged and right. all that. But, but you know, we try to help them come up with things that are interactive in that story time, getting them used to being able to tell those Bible stories to kids right. and students. And, of course, they have to have a translator, and, and our translators are great, but we want them to develop that story. Then the craft people, they're in charge. They have to come up with crafts that we can take in country because a lot of times you can't buy this stuff in country. And so they have to form the craft, develop the craft, work with the craft. Okay, today they're talking about Noah's Ark, so let's do a little cutout thing and, you know, we'll make Get out your favorite animal or something. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Or we did Daniel Lyons or color. and they all made lines masks. They yeah, yeah, like they that. made masks, little tongue depressors in the handle <clears throat> right. and all that kind of stuff. And those, those kids in Africa, they, just, they love it. They absolutely love it. And then rec time, it's just uh, pretty much getting the kids to run like crazy and getting them ready to not sit down, hurt. not get hurt. Yeah. And so they come up with games. And, and we help them. We do. We say, that's not going to work because you want to do stuff that's appropriate. Even we went in and did a craft one time that the missionary came back and said, you know, let's don't do that craft because it means this in this culture. And it could refer to some kind of witchcraft. Well, we're like, oh, okay, we're not going to do that. You right. know. But so we want to be culturally appropriate. We work with the kids on that, but it's up to them. So, yeah. and I want to 
uh, hone in a little bit more on the craft stuff, especially in the story time. Uh, the the temptation might be there for the leaders to meet with the craft team and say, okay, we're going to make Daniel, we're going to do something around Daniel in the lion's den. The leader might say, well, why don't you get paper plates and get some crayons and some paint on things, and then you can punch holes in it, and then you can cut holes in it, and then oh, you can do that. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. You've got to let the kids do 98% of this Absolutely. stuff, right? I mean, Absolutely. You can't lead them down the trail. Let them figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the whole purpose. That's the point. They're supposed to lead. And, and, and you know, I, I've made this mistake. Even when you're in country, um, let's take recreation. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a tendency to go, this ain't working. We got to try something new. Now, we could say, we could, we could just jump in there and say, this ain't working. Okay, what we're going to do is do this. What we really need to do is go to the leader and say, you know, this this might not be working. You might. How do you think it's working right now? How, or, yeah, that's a better way to phrase it. Right. Or, or like, uh, how's it going with crafts? You know, well, the kids are doing this, this, and that. Well, how you plan on fixing that? You know, here's and then, then if they don't figure it out, they might ask you, well, what would you do? You could say, well, here's what you need to do: is right. don't give them, only give them one crayon at a time instead of unloading them on the floor. You know, right. that kind of thing. But they need to fix it sure and not us sure you know? i mean and I, and I think that would be as a leader as an adult's temptation would be to step in and fix it yeah right and it's yeah. not it, they're not learning that way and, and here's the thing um, leaders parents whoever in america we fixed it too much mm-hmm. well yeah we've got students that uh you know they just sometimes in those foreign countries they just you know they can't handle it right. because everything's been done for them Right, you know? right. <laughs> and we need to quit doing so much for them. They need right. to figure it That's out. That's a whole other podcast, Kenny. Right? Okay. <laughs> That'll be on my parent, our 2414 parenting podcast. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so, th- but the, uh, if I had to put an umbrella over this whole, this podcast today is it's really about leadership development. It's, it it is. You, you've built in so much pre-trip leadership development. You've built in leadership opportunities while they're in camp and out of camp um, of what they're doing around the compound and during, during the thing. And then just reiterate to the leaders that are on this, on this podcast, listen, do less. Yeah. You got to do less. And, and you know, Jeff, if I could expound it, just, it just crossed my mind. You know, one of the things we do is we do, we do the cleanup, we do the living quarters mm-hmm. and we do all that. Uh, and we let them lead on that. We do the kids camp. We let them lead on that. But the thing I forgot to mention is, you know, one of the things we do in the country, we go out, we walk the streets yep. and our students share the gospel. And we have had a lot. We we get the cream of the crop in students. You'll find you put together a program like this, you will get the cream of the crop, because these are the students that are serious about life. They're serious about Jesus, but sometimes they're not the most vocal. Right. And you'll get out on the street and you'll say, "Well, what are you going to say to her?" Or you know, and if they're talking to a national, we make them talk to the national. Yeah. And and we do our best. And and I've seen students that I thought were the biggest introverts step up and man they just start talking and they go they do great right. i've seen others that didn't talk as much and that's okay but yeah. the goal is to get them out there and i've even seen in the country we're in where they started talking to like they started talking to a lady just asking her questions like why are you making these sandwiches she was making sandwiches on a box wow. she's on a box in a dirt street and that and she had several boxes had right. these little and she she just grabbed our student and said come on and she said, "Make them. You're making the next few sandwiches." And she sat there and made our student, which we loved, yeah. made her make those sandwiches for the customers that came to her little shop there. That's awesome. And so, 
you know, we try to help make them get engaged, and we may help them say, well, why don't you ask them this, or why don't you ask them that? Yeah, yeah. But on the streets, we try to make them do it also. We so. do, and, and I've experienced that too, and it's it's really cool. It's like the in my world, the sales world, you know, you might hire somebody that wants to make cold calls or thinks they can do it, but when you give them a script and a phone, they kind of freeze up. Yeah. But we get a lot of kids that, on the flip, that might be a little more introverted who are extroverts and we get, get people who are yeah i'm gonna go do that and they get out there like i don't want to do that yeah it's like you gotta elbow them and help them out a little bit yeah so, yeah yeah that's so. one of the favorite things about the trip is that so all right kenny mac anything else about the trip you want to talk about buddy no man I, that's about it that was on the trip what we do of course it's not exhaustive right it can give you ideas but uh we can help if you have any more questions 100%. if that's the case what's the best way to get in touch with you uh Church number is 757-826-2110. And my email is K-M-C-L-E-M-O-R-E at LibertyLive.Church. All right. Thanks, Kenny. And stay tuned for our next podcast. We're going to talk about what happens after the trip, some post-trip things that go on. Stay tuned. Thanks. Thanks.